It couldn't be more timely that Netflix have just released an exciting new drama all about elections. But no, we're not talking about presidency or the bid for the next Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. We're on about a battle you won't want to miss. This week on Netflix, it's all about Ryan Murphy and Brad Falchuk's brand new comedy drama, The Politician. We guarantee you will be obsessed with this show, because we are, and it centres around high school students trying to get themselves elected as the school president. But it's so much more than that, and we've got all the gossip and insider information you need to know. Bernie Kinkle, the only person you're going to scare is yourself! Charlie! What are you doing? Keep the noise down. What are you doing here? Nice. Just in time. There's a whole load of police here. Send the word you're gonna hurt yourself. Or someone else. <laughs> How many children are you friends with? So, hi team. Minnie, hi. Callum, I'm Helen. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast once more. Um, so we're here to talk about The Politician, as I've mentioned already, and that is the new creation from the mind of Ryan Murphy. And you'll best know him from American Horror Story. It's out today and there's, it's already been announced that there'll be more seasons of it. Netflix are that confident. Callum, what is it about? So The Politician's a weird one. It, it follows this uh, kid named Peyton Hobart, who's played by Ben Platt. Uh, he's sort of a passionate president hopeful. He wants to become president of the United States. That's his whole passion in life. Um, but at the moment, he's in high school and he's vying for his position uh, as the president of the student body council against the popular kid, River Barkley. Um, and it sort of features his closest friends acting as advisors in a really comically serious way. They act, they have like meetings every day about what they're going to do next in his campaign. Uh, they put on events, fundraisers, and they're trying to gain, you know, favor from students uh, all over the, the, the school. There it is. Um, anyway, Peyton ends up, Peyton ends up recruiting a student uh, with cancer named Infinity. And while he thinks this is a good move for him, he's going to get like some sort of sympathy vote from the, the students. Uh, it turns out Infinity has like a really deep, dark secret and it gets really interesting from there. Um, so yeah, it's it's really interesting and it's weird. It's not what you think it is. Not, it's full of twists and turns. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but they're, they're kind of small, but also huge. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's It definitely has the classic Ryan Murphy camp at every single level every way possible there is the kind of with a little bit of sprinkling camp. yeah oh, like <laughs> added added camp on top mm. and as well the cast is just mind-blowing mini yeah the cast is really interesting um you've got a kind of brilliant combination of dare i say icons like J jessica lang and with Paltrow, if that's your cup of tea um <laughs> it's not mine um <laughs> and and kind of what really feel like fresh up and coming young actors who haven't done a whole lot. Um, yeah, Ben Platt's, um, also a lot of them have worked with Murphy before, whether it's Glee, whether it's American Horror Story, it's like getting the whole Murphy family back together and Falchuk, like the whole the whole deal. It's very much like we've all got connections. In-house. Yeah, it's very in-house. Um, ben Platt, um, people probably know him from as Benji from Pitch Perfect. Yeah. That's, I, I, knew I, was, yeah, mm. I knew I was knowing him from somewhere and it took an IMDb search to find that one. Um, makes use of his singing at one point. Very <laughs> yeah. memorable. That's when I got it. That's when I Googled him and I was like, oh, right, it's the pitch perfect. That was so weird. Um, you've got Zoe Deutsch as Infinity, who is the his potential vice president um, with cancer. She's interesting, form, former Disney Channel star turned kind of film, film star. Um, Jessica Lang is her grandmother, 
excellently. Yes, Absolutely true genius. Miss Jackson. Miss <laughs> yeah, Jackson. Jackson. Yes. Well, haven't um, you got a funny name? It's something... Dusty Jackson. Oh yeah, Dusty, Dusty Jackson. Jackson. Dusty and Infinity. <laughs> she, yeah, she's she's properly brilliant. And obviously she worked with Murphy on um, Feud, Betty and Joan. An American um, Horror Story, right? An American Horror Story, yeah. Um, and yeah, you've got some kind of relative newcomers, like the guy who plays River, who's David Corinswet, I think is how you pronounce okay. it. Okay, did you, when relative you looked at him, did you see exactly who I saw? I saw somebody and I couldn't place it. So who Henry did you see? Cavill. That is Henry Cavill's yes, face he, he, exactly he on Henry that Cavill. body. You're He's, always thinking of Henry I am, Cavill. It's true. I absolutely <laughs> this am. is not new. Um, <laughs> but yeah, very attractive. Definitely doesn't harm the kind of visuals no, of the whole show. Fine. Um, and you've got like brilliant little additions. Like Jan- you've got um, River's girlfriend is uh, Astrid. She's Lucy Boynton of Bohemian Rhapsody fame mm-hmm. and Rami Malek's girlfriend, of course. Um, she's. She's a, an Ameri- a British-American, which is playing American in this. Um, it's really good. She's really good. Um, I was kind of went in hoping to hate her. I have no idea why, and actually <laughs> ended up thinking she was really great. Um, but her mother is Janie Jones, obviously best known for Mad Men. Um, she's, I think, genius casting. She comes from very, this is a very rich family, Astrid's family, in in The Politician. Um, so Janie Jones is this kind of, like, strung-out um, drug addicted socialite, high class socialite is brilliant, and it's even better that you you actually you meet January Jones's character's husband, Astrid's father first. And I'm watching it this again, like he's very like upper class. Um, and I'm watching the first scene with him in is Dylan McDermott, thinking this needs to be John Hamm. John Hamm would be perfect for this role. <laughs> yeah, and literally right? a few minutes later, you meet him in the context of January Jones being his wife, and I'm like. This is brilliant. I've already pieced John Hamm into this, and it turns out he's playing what could, should be John Hamm. And Again, you're opinion. always thinking of John yeah. Hamm. Always thinking of John yeah. Hamm. Theme here. And if we're going down men who should be being played by other actors that we absolutely love, uh, um, Infinity's kind of off kilter boyfriend, oh, yeah. uh, Ricardo, um, he is played by Benjamin Barrett. That's who it is. Um, and it's I feel let down by him. That's. Not because he's not great, because he actually plays it really well. I don't know what you guys thought. It's just a little bit obvious, isn't it? Mm. I I, th- I thought he played it really well. I thought it was it's a great part. He's a really weird character. But I'm watching it thinking this is Adam Driver's part. Yeah, he's got that entire, like, he, someone, someone got him on set and said, right, just do Adam Driver from Girls for yeah, like six exactly. hours. exactly. Like, go watch Adam Driver and Girls and then go watch mm. this Ricardo character and go, tell me that that is not made for Adam Driver. No, see, I thought it was the guy from American Horror Story. Evan Peters. Like, is that the goth guy? The main guy, yeah. yeah. I thought it was him, but they just couldn't get him. He's, like, <laughs> like, he's like a discount Adam Driver anyway, so that kind of works. Yeah, but but I, but I this sounds like I'm discrediting Benjamin Barrow, but yeah. actually I think he does it really well. It's just that I'm watching the whole thing wishing Adam Driver was in his place, <laughs> <laughs> which I do. I'm well aware that everyone knows that I wish that of every single male part in anything <laughs> yeah. ever cast, yeah, ever. but still, this like one just, is particularly important to me. <laughs> I feel like we're just recasting this. We've got John Hamm, yeah. Henry Cavill, Adam Driver. The cast is great. Yeah. But, but yeah, going back to how great the cast is, Gwyneth Paltrow, who I don't like, she is amazing as... Um, She's very good. As Peyton, the main character's um, mother. She is... It's actually genius. She's kind of... She has the subtlety behind the kind of like almost tongue-in-cheek humour that Murphy's got in there. And, and lands. it lands on every single... No. <laughs> yeah, because like the most we've seen out of her recently is like Iron Man, you know, like and we don't see her act much anymore. So when she comes into this like swinging with these like, oh, just really horrible looks to the floor whilst her twin boys are like shooting. What were they doing? They were shooting a bow and arrow at some yeah, giant stag for thing. Hunting practicing trip. for hunting. And they're like, oh, we <laughs> bought you into Harvard. Don't worry about it. Like 
just she's really good i didn't expect to enjoy yeah, yeah like she's got a subtlety to it Obviously, every time we, she came on screen i was like oh mm. good it's gonna be like a re- yeah. really good scene and then now. there's also again frankly genius casting of her spoiler alert lesbian lover mm. martina navratilova <laughs> I, right i really need to just, discuss just this shows yeah. up, just shows up on a horse jodpers the works it's perfect yeah this it's is such a thing moment. though there's so many cameos and i was like right that's Martina Navratilova. It really is. <laughs> like, it really is. I didn't even know she was acting. <laughs> like, what is she's this? <laughs> but she's like weirdly great in it. It's fantastic. Yeah, it was weird. The look over the dinner table. They were just like winking. <laughs> Am at I each right other. in thinking that they do play tennis at some point as well? I don't know. If yeah, I they totally that. do. They do. I think they, they totally they play do. Tennis as well. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> I didn't even play pick to up your on strengths. that. <laughs> she's a tennis player. Play to she, she's like the sort of tr- horse trainer, riding instructor, and Gwyneth. Like from this again, like it's all super rich families, all set in like glam land in Santa Barbara. Um, but she falls for her trainer, and it's genius. Them meeting on the horses, it's 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 really good, really brilliant. I even <laughs> I even read at some point that Bette Midler comes into yes. it. Yes, so I've not got there yet. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, it, as if it wasn't camp enough, we're gonna bring Bette Midler in. That's what <laughs> just, we're doing here. Just so you know, <laughs> <laughs> just to solidify what we're doing here. Um, so yeah, there are, you know, obviously the cast is incredible. I do have a slight problem with it though, and we've kind of mentioned it already. Is that I'm kind of sick of directors and producers bringing in their friends all the time. Discuss. I <laughs> I don't mind it when it's people who fit this so well. Yeah, and I think there's an what is interesting about the politician is that we've got, like I said, this kind of interesting blend of. Like whether, whether you, whatever your subjective reactions are to it, because it's very much a taste thing. This show, this series, it's got this interesting blend of a really heavyweight cast, which are the kind of the Murphy Gang, um, and the New Blood. And I think that we're gonna see this as a potential platform to launch some pretty big careers in the next couple of mm. years. I think this is a breakthrough point for several of the that kind of whether well, playing teens, but they're definitely not teens. Yeah, but I just saw it as like a kind of casting role thing mm. for American Horror Story. Like, you know mm. that we're going to see all these kids in American Horror Story next season, yeah. right? I hear Probably. you. Yeah, I hear you. But like, I also feel like when someone writes a part for a specific person, like their friend, for example, it kind of flows better because they've already got like an idea of their mannerisms in a little. And I feel like that's kind of what ha- what's happened here. Like Gwyneth has been put in this role because like it's kind of her, like like a bit her already and i think that's why she does so well so i, I yeah i agree with you it's a bit annoying when you see the same faces pop up especially ryan murphy like goodness it, me is, is lucy boynton is she uh is she murphy connected murphy adjacent mm. i don't know of anything i don't recall yeah neither do i and she's obviously kind of like she will be she's a bit yeah. of a woman of the hour at the moment yeah. she she looks like she could bolt straight into american horror story and smash yeah, it so <laughs> watch that space um, i was just waiting for emma roberts to pop up at some point yeah i'm sure it'll happen i think she's the emma roberts isn't she yeah she yeah. is the emma roberts yeah like part. every one of the characters that wasn't from american a horror parallel, story yeah. i just thought like yeah they'd kind of cast someone very very similar mm-hmm. and i mean it's not a bad thing you know murphy and Faltrip, they're not the only people who are doing this like tarantino is probably the most famous example oh, yeah but yeah, everyone does it. Yeah, I just he does I, I am getting a little bored of it because I just think I was just watching Jessica Lang kind of expecting because obviously her character is slightly villainous. Mm. And I just thinking this is walked straight out of American Horror Story. Yeah. I'm not sure how original it is. But I have to but I I have no complaints seeing Jessica Lang do Jessica Lang. I could watch it day in, day out because she does it so well that she has an amazing meltdown, like complete meltdown, screaming oh, yeah, the works, full on like classic diva Throwing meltdown paper in. in like episode three, I think it yeah. is, The Politician. And it's it's just, 
it feeds me. <laughs> <laughs> so Minnie's got life. It feeds my day. love of drama. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that is one thing that I think we should probably move on to is the tone of it is is very melodramatic. Going, expe- I mean, going expecting what you get from the guys yeah. who made Glee. But also, like, it's so morbid. Like, that fir- the end of the first episode, I did not yeah. see it coming yeah. at all. Yeah, he, like, loves, he loves a dark twist. It's I good. know, but I just... And there is a warning at the beginning of it saying, like... That oh, I didn't get a warning of, in my oh, Do we think that's a, po- that's a post-13 reasons why backlash yes. warning? So let's, let's recap this warning, that you do get, like, a kind of disclaimer of, like, it, this is a comedy, but... You know, anyone who has mental health struggles may find some of this quite disturbing. It's kind of like a trigger warning at the very beginning of episode one. Mm. And I think that's just like a Netflix dumped 13 reasons why on us. Everyone kicked off. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's, it's deserved. Crush your teeth, dot your eyes. It's totally deserved. It just kind of, it. when I saw that warning, obviously, you know, we know that the politicians are comedy, but when we see that warning, then you're like, oh, what else What's is coming? coming? <laughs> and obviously it is very well warranted at the, mm. the end. But um, yeah, the, the tone in general though, you know, the, the humor's good, I thought. They I think go- human lands. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I just, it just. It's more subtle than maybe laugh I'm, out loud. Maybe I'm not into Murphy as much as I thought I was, but like, I, I feel like every episode is a real weird bag. You've got uh, Jessica Lang throwing paper at uh, Ben Platt at one point, and then it flips over to doing like cancer jokes, and you're like, oh, I'm getting a bit of whiplash here every now and then. I have the it's polar, really good though. I have the polar opposite in that I think I'm more into Murphy than I thought I was. Because <laughs> I, I have no problem with the kind of crazy roller coaster that it is and like we said the kind of like massive helpings of camp and sort of jocelyn fox level gasp drama <laughs> yes. i have no problem with that when it's done with like a really a real like there's a smartness to it there's an intelligence behind the script which i really enjoy and i think that's where other things that i've seen from murphy have fallen down is that the script and the dialogue can so often let his things down this can be so like hammy Mm. yeah see what i couldn't yeah, no, tell I with the script was whether it was supposed to be hammy or not like yeah i mean yeah i'm it's getting almost that a spoof. But yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like there's just jarring moments that at one point ben platt says to jessica lang i'm sorry miss jackson and yeah. he literally it's says so it great. in the tone of the song and i was just like <laughs> is was, that, rhythm, was that meant yeah. to be like and i was just like it was really throwing me throughout that i couldn't really take any of it seriously yeah. and to be honest i don't really know where i stand with it I kind of liked it, but I kind of I'm didn't. I'm so into it. I'm yeah, I full, am well. I'm like right on that train, straight in. It's just <laughs> straight great. into Ryan Murphy <laughs> yeah. town. Straight into like bonkers land that is his mind, I think. <laughs> I think it is clever because it kind of, it it tiptoes along a very, very fine line of being too stylized. And mm. that is often the critique with American Horror Story that it goes a little yeah, bit yeah. too much into mm. Ryan It's got Murphy's. kind of that, oh, what was that show in England? They had sex all the time. Sex education. Sex education. It's got a bit of that. Like, there's loads of colours. It's this enormous, like, weird labyrinthian school. gorgeous. Oh, yeah, these pastel colours everywhere. This bright pink car and these, like, baby blue jumpers everywhere. Like, it looks exactly like that to me. It, it looks, looks like a Taylor well The cinematography yeah, yeah. is actually well beautiful. He's, yeah. he's big on framing things like portraits mm. and got that almost like the, the Wes Anderson thing where you just have, like, a, a completely... Oh. S- static shot and it's all symmetrical yeah. and it's beautifully colored beautifully framed laura dreyfus's suits are amazing yeah. <laughs> there was a really good bit in the library when they're discussing uh, their friend with cancer and they're walking through the library and the, the yeah. camera sort of pans with them yeah. as they go and sit down and it was it's just so shot. good like yeah i forgot how good that was actually it seems like they put a lot of effort into yeah. it like you know it seems like it's almost 60s style but mm. very very it's got a retro feel. It's, it's shiny it's glossy the whole thing is just glossy which I love. Yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah, well into it. 
And it, it does kind of throw you because, you know, you start with this guy just saying like, I want to be president of America. Yeah. <laughs> because he's British now. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, um, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, he wants to be president of the school first. I thought that was really neat mm. set up. Like the story, I don't know. What do you guys think of the actual story? I think the story's clever enough. It's it's yeah. it's got the it's it's topical enough. It it's not maybe as hard hitting in terms of the like the parodying of what's currently happening in the political climate as I think Murphy is trying to sell it as. Sure. It, I think Perhaps he's trying that's to the point though. I think he's trying to say it's like yeah. it's actually like a real like sharp take on things and it's it's, it's not totally it's not. quite clever. Let's yeah. not go that far. <laughs> yeah. Callum, what did you um, make of it? Yeah, like I'm, I'm really into it. I'm kind of watching it for Ben Platt more than anything at the moment. Like a mm. cinematography and like shots aside, I think his character is really good because mm. like the first scene is him in the Harvard interview and he's got this perfect like uh, interview like set up for himself where he's saying, you know, I want to be president. There's so many presidents come out of Harvard. I want to do this. I want to do that. And he says, right, but when was the last time you cried? <laughs> like what was your, when was the last time you actually oh, you showed some emotion? <laughs> and he was just like, I, yeah. I cried at, um, what is it? Uh, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful life. life. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but everyone does. That doesn't count. Like, I'm into it to see his weird um, juxtaposition in his character because, like, when he breaks down at that one point with Infinity, and he's like losing his mind, and they're like, oh my god, he's actually got some emotion. And he steps outside and, and he gets on the phone. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know where he stands. Is he a good guy? Is he not? Like, I don't know. That's but that's one. That's it. that is one of the interesting things. Interesting things, plot wise, is like multiple times from multiple characters they play with this um kind of like paradox of authenticity mm. versus um like f- basically faking it like and th- there's a, an interesting line when he's talking to river about he's saying i don't know whether i'm a good person and river says you do good things um, and he's <laughs> like but like it's, it's kind of like does it matter whether you're a good person if you pretend to be a good person that that's a theme that kind of runs this kind of like two-sided argument about authenticity versus the fake identity which is exactly what being a politician is about apparently yes apparently. we're writing a dissertation here yeah. <laughs> in this TED talk. we're going deep <laughs> okay um one of the things that i did want to pick up on as well was the the kind of change of pace um callum you mentioned mm. it already you know we fly from one kind of very very serious high emotion scene to like, cancer jokes and mm-hmm. it, it is just kind of like throw yeah. you and that is the point of it i guess um I, I don't know if you guys got to episode five, but when I got to episode five, episode five is really interesting because it brings in the voter. Right. Um, yeah. So this is from the perspective of just a normal college guy. And it's so, you realize how weird that the other characters are when you see this voter guy. All he wants to do is just look at girls and think of them vividly while <laughs> get on with this high school doing life. stuff <laughs> like you know he sneaks up to the toilet to sort right. himself out and um <laughs> i don't know how to say it <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah basically um it's just a normal guy and then you see these two politicians coming at him completely just like vote for me vote for me don't vote for her don't vote for him and it's like a barrage and he's right. just like i actually can't do this anymore and i think that might be where you get the political message mm. Okay. It's 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 great in that's where I think it's clever with its kind of almost spoof level humor. Um, in that you know these these candidates are going up for um, what is it? Student body I think president. Student body president. Um, yeah. it's and the, the but they're taking deal. it so seriously that they they bring like 
um, diseases in Africa in oh, yeah. as their platforms, these enormous issues. And, and it's, everybody's got like and the Haitian so vote. Fun. And yeah, like the they're talking guy. about the Haitian vote. It's one Haitian guy <laughs> who goes to the school. Um, and it's they've got literally political aides following them around, always like on their iPhones yeah. with like notebooks, all talking this kind of thing. Talking about the swing. Exactly, like doing the analysis of whether they're, where they're going to be on um, election day. And it's... That, that's ludicrous. The idea yeah. that that would actually happen is ludicrous. So it is this other world, a bit like, like you said, sex edu- education, mm. sort of thing. It's not realistic, but it's set against a background of yeah. realism and then it just puts in these kind of crazy storylines. And I, I like that. I like a kind of grounding in reality and then, but not pretending like you're actually being realistic about what's going on well, in that's the story. It. Episode five really, really grounds you because you've just had all of this ridiculousness. Mm. Pretty much everyone's rich, so there's just a wealth of money and items and everything. And then all of a sudden there's this kid who is sick of having scrambled eggs every single day, <laughs> but his mom can't be bothered to make him anything else. And it's like, oh, right, okay, real world. And then you see the, the ludicrousness of everything. And then I was like, oh, okay, I see what Ryan Murphy's trying to do now. He's right. like, right, look cool. how stupid this electoral yeah. mess is. <laughs> how many episodes have we got of this, by the way? How many are there on Netflix? Uh, is I it think 10? we have all of them and I think there are 10. 10, okay. I think. So yeah, so we've all kind of hit the midpoint, so Mm. it could go go anywhere. (laughs) Yeah, that's Netflix for you. It either goes downhill in the last four or it kind of stays okay. I think it tends to go downhill in the middle and then bring it back at the end. Mm. Well, I thought it picked up in the middle, so (laughs) it's a good sign. But um, yeah, one of the things I wanted to get you guys' opinion on Mm. was the, the kind of premise for the series is that every single season would look at a different kind of kind of election campaign of sorts so whether that would continue with the core cast or not i'm not sure yeah because they've already announced like a couple more or they're they're talking about doing more seasons already like so yeah they're so confident they're confident in it i think they've set it up so much that it's about um uh ben platt's character peyton's like he knows he's going to be president and he's planned his whole entire life down to like the clothes he wears, the attitude he has, the girlfriend he has, what he ha- what extracurricular activities he does. He's planned it all in accordance to basically statistics of how many presidents have done what Since it, through Richard their Nixon. life. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so I think we're definitely going to follow Peyton. Yeah, Surely I we're going to follow so. Peyton to Harvard. Yeah, I think too much effort's been put into his like... Yeah, his character to to drop him off into another yeah. school. We, yeah, we're not just going to go another high school election with it. Yeah. It's going to be him in the future, and I I would watch that. I would watch it continuing. Do you think yeah. like he'll actually get to run for the presidency of yeah. America? I think Ryan Murphy's oh, world is dumb enough to to let him get there and <laughs> fail at the <laughs> last Would it be hurdle. like really bad like aging effects? Yeah, makeup? no, they'll just switch it out like The Crown. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> someone new. Oh. <laughs> That's when we put in Henry Cavill, John Hamm, yes, Adam see, Driver. Listen, <laughs> we have the generation this up. <laughs> and me, I'm going to take over as Peyton. Yes. Yeah, so basically, um, final thoughts. We love it, right? Yeah, I'm I love re- it. Yeah. So far, like I'm really, really enjoying it. It's not at all what I expected, and in a good way. And yeah, it's smart, and it's like a, a lot better and a lot shinier than Ryan Murphy's previous stuff. I think so far. It's exactly what I expected from the trailer. <laughs> And has lived up to because it, it could have been what the trailer looks like it's going to be, but rubbish. And it's it's actually not. It's smart enough. It's not it's not brilliant as an overall product, but there's enough brilliance in the cast and in some of the delivery and in some of the like ideas and definitely in the cinematography to make it definitely a great watch. I I'm still on the fence with it. I don't know. I just really don't know where I sit with it because 
on the one hand, I'm in and I'm watching it and, you know, I'm quite curious about the characters. But on the other hand, I'm just like, is this just too cheesy? Is it too corny for me? I'm not sure if it's too much. Yeah, it's that's definitely a, a taste thing. Yeah. And I think it It'll probably will turn so many people, people off. Well, yeah. like, did did you watch American Horror Story? Is that yeah, your yeah, thing? Yeah. Is that like, are you into that much? I, I don't mind American Horror Story. Okay. But obviously, you know, some seasons are better than others. Sure. And actually, nice segue. <laughs> Here we go. Like you planned it. Callum, <laughs> I know that you've been loving American Horror Story 1984, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the first episode came out last week and this is obviously set in 1984 and it's, you know, every, every season's got its thing. And this year's thing is that it's like the 80s slasher movie. It's set in a <laughs> camp with a lake and there's a serial killer on the loose and is everyone who they say they are. And it's like your bog standard Ryan Murphy. Like, take from that what you will. I'm really enjoying it because it's, like, really outrun. It's drenched in neon. There's just 80s synthwave playing the entire time. Just really good lighting and really stupid effects. The gore is really great and over the top as well. Um, but, yeah, it's got some really good additions to, like, the as you said, like, the American Horror Story cast. Like, they've got Matthew Morrison this year, which is yes. the Glee guy. And he plays <laughs> a man. family again. Of course, of course, yeah. I love him, though. It's fun. Yeah, he's great. So in this, he plays a man with a very uh, large accessory. And that is his entire character. Yeah. No, you're looking at me funny. But <laughs> I'm just totally raising dream. eyebrows. <laughs> so many eyebrows. Like what you Good think grief. I'm talking about, that is it. And that's his whole character. That's what he's famous for in this world. And it's hilarious. That's kind of what American Horror Story does. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not and massively are, surprising. It's, it's hysterical. And all the women just can't look away. And like all the men are just like, oh, who's this guy? I like, so see Matthew Morrison doing that. Right. And it's always raining. It's always night. And there's a guy running around with a machete. And it's just really, <laughs> it's really my like brand, you know, <laughs> really really into it aimed specifically at Callum. yeah matthew morrison or <laughs> either or either or is fine move on um, but yeah if you're into american horror story you'll probably like this but i don't think it really changes much from the previous seasons it's more of the same in my opinion with the fact uh, with the added addition of matthew morrison and lack of evan peters for the first time yeah it's like you get really really great seasons of mm. american horror story like um, coven yeah. um the hotel one yeah last season yeah. was cult i think was that last season yeah, I think it was yeah, cult was last cult. season and it was bad. And this is... When it's bad, it's very, oh, very bad. Oh, dude, it's bad. so bad. Like genuinely, like Freak Show Freak Show was, was bad. bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm staying quiet because I just think all of it's bad. Yeah. I mean, no, but that's not for, it's thing. not for everyone. Like, it's definitely not. But this sounds good because it's... I think when American Horror Story is good, it's when it's uh, kind of taking the mech out of mm. the genre that it's trying to talk about. Well, I want it to be good and it's first episode and it's had very good opening e- opening seasons before, opening episodes of the season before. So let's not count our chickens yet. But so far, I really liked it. Watched it twice. You watched the first episode twice? Wow. Yes, watched it twice, Helen. Was that just for like the that visual? For Matthew yeah, Morrison. it was really good. <laughs> was like, turn up the soundtrack. <laughs> I know that you have some thoughts about OJ vs. the People, which was Ryan's other project. Yeah, um, that... Very I, different. I wanted to kind of, com- like, it, it, for some context for the politician, I, I was thinking back to when I watched The People vs. OJ Simpson, which was the first American crime story that he did. Because um, that was hammy in a similar way to what The Politician is, but the difference is that that was bad. Just mm-hmm. just plain, straight up bad. Um, the what it is, is the hamminess is a good thing when it's done like it's done in The Politician. Um, when it's a series that's supposed to be covering a serious crime, like a shocking serious crime that like not only took the lives of two young people, but also irrevocably impacted on everyone around them, it's it's tasteless. 
and it's really disappointing. His his style, it's it, yeah. it doesn't work. You can't have like a it real all. life story. It's like a docudrama. It's a dramatization of the events. Mm. It's got again like mammoth cast: Sterling K. Brown and um, mm. Sarah Paulson and um, David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer, John Travolta, and all oh, of yeah. the like. It's not John all Travolta, bad. It? It's it was like some of the cast are so good that even an absolutely appalling script couldn't trash mm-hmm. what they bring to it um sarah paulson won an emmy for her portrayal of marsha clark in it um who's the the prosecutor um and sterling k brown who's the, the prosecution lawyer christopher darden also awesome really really great just, their scenes are like a breath of fresh air when you're suffering through what's mm. almost unwatchably bad dialogue <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> tell, tell me I'm wrong, Callum. Tell no, me it's- you're not wrong. I enjoyed it because I literally didn't know the story of OJ at all. So when I was watching it, I was like, again, you said this is like over dramatized and ridiculous, but like a lot of it happened, like oh, yeah. in real life. So watching it, I was like, oh my goodness, this is real. I, this actually happened. But yeah, you know, it, it, was, it has it has an interesting quality in that Cuba Gooding Jr. plays OJ. Um, That's a good casting. Mm. Uh, it, it is good. It's it's interesting, and they. Um, Murphy did kind of like what they did a little bit with that um, scene after Jake Gyllenhaal's character dies in Brokeback Mountain. Bear with me. I'm going oh, spoiler spoiler alert. <laughs> As if you haven't seen it yet. I've never <laughs> seen it. No, that's terrible. <laughs> you totally have. We had this conversation. I've never seen it. Sweet Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> what Ang Lee did with that, the phone call from Anne Hathaway is he did two takes. One where she knows everything. She knows what's going on. Um, and it, she knows the, what, about the affair, everything that's been happening. Mm. And the other where she thinks she's telling the genuine truth about what's happened to Jack. Um, so, And then Ang Lee spliced them together. So you get shots where it's the truth and shots where it's not the truth. So they did the same thing in um, The People vs. O.J. Simpson in that Cuba Gooding Jr. would do takes where O.J. is guilty and takes where O.J. is innocent. So that is an interesting concept. Yeah. And in some places it kind of paid off. Um and in other places, it just made it kind of confused because I don't. I personally don't think Murphy. Like, I don't think the show is good enough to carry off yeah. the concept. It just didn't support it's itself. Ballsy, right? Because he <laughs> yeah, got it's like convicted. Not f- no. He was no. He got convicted okay. saying I was later on, but like yeah. he, he was he was innocent from that thing at the time, right? So he was acquitted. Yeah. So. The fact that he was said to Cuba Gooding Jr. like, okay, you're guilty this take. We're going to talk, yeah. you know, we're going to show you as guilty this time. It's a bit weird. Um, it, it was it was weird. And what else is weird is John Travolta's. It, it's oh, really dude. good. His portrayal of Robert Shapiro is good, but it's definitely odd. Oh, which, yeah. As if we're not used to that from John Travolta. But yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Corny B. Vance as Johnny Cochran is uncanny. Like if you go, if you have seen any of the footage of Johnny Cochran and you go back and watch it, it's incredible his he really nails it and yeah so you've got amazing cast some great moments but where the politician kind of carries off this the hamminess that is like murphy's real staple signature when it comes to american crime story it just it just didn't work for me at all he probably probably knows that obviously because we're good friends but he probably knows that as well (laughs) because he's not done a people versus because it's called american crime story right yeah so he's not done one since so really oh no he did versace didn't he yeah i take back all my points but that i didn't see that but that was quite critically quite well received i enjoyed versace but it was uh down to what's his chops the guy i can't help you no i'm out (laughs) i'm out (laughs) um but yeah yeah, so i mean the people versus oj simpson is still available on netflix um so if you so desire to put yourself through that kind of mad ride that it is it's 
it's worth it for those little moments of payoff, like particularly where you get Sarah Paulson just absolutely nailing it or um, Sterling K. Brown as well. Or you could just get your hands on OJ Made in America, which um, me and Callum were discussing earlier. That's the Oscar-winning documentary that came out in the same year as Murphy's unfortunate nightmare. <laughs> um, unfortunate. Oscar-winning documentary. Absolutely incredible. Deep dive into the kind of social, racial, historical kind of context of OJ, of um, the, the this culture in LA at the time, celebrity culture, as well as giving incredible detail about the actual trial and his life story in general. And that would be my advice is to go absolutely nowhere near Murphy's OJ story. Cool. <laughs> Stick to the politician. Also Versace. Right, yeah. Politician, maybe American Horror Story. Versace was Darren Chris, I remembered. Just he's got it. Oh, yeah, he's, he's got, got it. Can down now. We can all breathe a sigh of relief. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> Okay, so that's all for this week. Thank you so much, Callum Crumlish and Minnie Wright. Thank you. Thank you. Very welcome. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for our introduction to The Politician. And if we haven't convinced you to watch it, I don't know what will convince <laughs> you, quite frankly. Um, so if you liked what you heard, please subscribe, comment and tell your friends about us. And join in with the debate on Twitter at NetflixPod, where we'll be teasing details of our next episode. And actually next week, we're going to be talking about Peaky Blinders season five. Yay. Do you like it, guys? I did, and I opted out in season three. Oh, I've <laughs> never watched it. Great. Oh. <laughs> Those two might not be joining me. <laughs> um, yeah, Peaky Blinders season five is dropping on Netflix. Obviously, it has aired on BBC already. We're going to give you all the gossip and all the inside information that you need to know about the new series and why you absolutely have to watch it, because it is, promise me, unmissable. Uh, so we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>